Hey everyone, welcome to a short special bonus episode of Pink Shade with Aaron Martin, the podcast where we talk about reality TV and we get a little bit culty. I thought it would be fun just to do a little bit of a housewives chat this week with one of my favorites, Jessica Zaday. She is coming out with a new podcast in just two weeks and it is for everyone who is a mom out there and is not perfect. So I'm raising my hand to that. We talk a little bit about her new podcast. We also, of course, talk about housewives. We started talking about Real Housewives of Orange County because, of course, that was the show that was on this week right before we got on the phone together, but we end up going on kind of a little tour to Housewives around the nation because... (laughs) There's just a lot to say about all of them. And if you want some extra really fun inside scoop on Beverly Hills and especially what is going on with Mauricio right now and all of the lawsuits, head over to the Pink Shade Patreon page where Jessica gives us a deep cut on some intel she has found out straight from a very reliable source on what the heck is going on. It's fascinating. And so I'll be publishing that on the Patreon this Friday. Take a listen. If you're a member there, then you can head right over. If you're not, go over to patreon.com slash pinkshade. You can sign up to be a member and get bonus episodes every single month delivered right to you. And um, I think you're going to love that little scoop. Okay, so let's go ahead and listen to Jessica, what she has to say about Housewives. She is a lover of the franchise, just like we are. And I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. I'll see you next week with some more great episodes coming up. Can't wait to dive into another great week of reality TV viewing. All right, here we go. All right, well, I'm here today with a good friend of the podcast and a friend in virtual phone life, Jessica Zade, (laughs) who is just a wonderful person who's starting a podcast of her own, actually, very, very soon. She's going to tell us about that. She's also hugely into reality TV, and we are expressly coming together today for the purposes of discussing Housewives. So first of all, (laughs) welcome to the podcast, Jessica. Thank you, Erin. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and I'm so excited for you because you are actually starting your own podcast very soon. It's going to be released in a couple of weeks, I think you said. Can you tell us about this? What is what is it called? What is it going to be about? What can we expect? Yeah, so it's coming out in two weeks from, um, about two weeks from today, October 16th. It's called the Hashtag No Judgment Podcast. And it's uh, me and two of my girlfriends who um, they both have little kids. So they're both moms. And I actually have a background in early childhood education and psychology and teaching. And so we were chatting about how, you know, all the mom and kid podcasts, a lot of them are like, you know, preachy kind of like, oh, your kids should be, you know, doing this by this stage and which sleep training should you be doing? And a lot of them, my one girlfriend was saying like, I feel kind of like a loser, like after listening to all these. So we were like, you know, we should do something that's a lot lighter and just talking about like, you know, like how moms feel like it's, you know, it's kind of like such a shit show, just raising kids in general and how it's okay sometimes to feel like a failure and, you know, maybe feeling like it's better, feeling like you have more of a community like that. So, um, yeah, so it's about motherhood, mom, baby, you know, women in general, um, just supporting each other instead of it being more of like a competition. And cause I feel like the mom and baby world right now really is really competitive So, um, yeah, so we talk about trending issues. We talk about like, you know, deeper subjects, like a lot of people I feel like don't talk about 
um, you know, like postpartum depression, or if you do have depression, like, should you go off your meds before you're pregnant and stuff like that? So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Uh, where were you when I had my baby? I mean, seriously, I need, <laughs> I needed this podcast. I still do. And I'm actually excited because I'm going to come on your podcast to talk about know, mom stuff so really soon. Yeah. Cause yeah. I think you're exactly right. People, I mean, there is kind of, there are kind of like the snarky websites out there like, oh my God, right, you know, right. n- don't be the perfect mom, this and that, but the deep, deeper issues mm-hmm. a lot of us are too embarrassed or we shy away from or you know it's, yeah exactly it, it's just kind of like let's just get it out there so we can all admit that we're all doing really you know right. shitty things that right we're, yeah <laughs> that we're just and trying to okay. survive doing like we're just trying yeah. to survive here people yeah exactly oh my god yeah uh, well, okay, cool. I can't wait for it. I will promote it on Pink Shade. I can't wait to come on your podcast. And so we'll take a, we'll take a little pause from talking about mom stuff, though, because we're going to talk about these crazy chicks on Real Housewives of Orange County on this episode today. <laughs> now, I know we just watched this last night. This episode will be coming yeah. out Friday, so it will be a few days in the past. But we are fresh okay. on the heels of watching the most recent Orange County. First of all, what are you thinking about this season? You know, okay, it's definitely better, better than last season. Yeah. Any, anything's better than that. But, anything, right? Uh, Any, <laughs> anything. Paint drying is better yeah, than last exactly. season. It's better than that. Um, so that's a start. I to be okay. So I'm gonna love Vicky. Um, no, I mean, no matter what. I'm sorry. I've watched her since the beginning. She's a shit show. She's a hot mess, but I still love her. Um, but okay, here's I don't love Gina and Emily. I really don't. It's, I feel like they're just, and I think you were saying this too, like, and this is ironic because we were just talking about mom stuff, but it, I don't really want to see her like changing her kid's poopy diaper. I don't either. I, just, I don't either. You know, like, I, don't I care. just, I know. It, and it's boring. It is boring. I mean, and I just feel like Gina is such a weird casting decision. I don't have this open hatred for Gina that some people do where they're like, I just don't like her. But I'm like, why is she on the show with this non-existent husband? We're supposed to be invested in this story of her, not story, her reality of getting divorced. And she's very emotional-ish over it. But it's like, I want to care, but I don't care because I don't know him. I don't know their relationship. I don't know anything about this. This is like a, this is, if this were being written, let's say, this would be a bad right. book. I would tell the the writer to go revise this shit because <laughs> exactly. like this character has not been developed, yo. Like, yeah, I, it's this, like she just walked no. in and she's like, oh, by the way, I have a husband, but he's not here. And oh, we're getting divorced. It's very weird. Right. That's called a book you don't want to read. Like, if you open <laughs> yeah. on page one and the girl is crying about getting a divorce, and P.S., you never meet the husband, that's and she's so with weird. all new friends who she doesn't even have a relationship with, really, really, who she's like, oh, my God, they're not supporting me. It's like, yeah, you're just on a random show with random people. <laughs> of course they're not supporting you. Like, do you know where you are? Like, we know where yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> do you? I mean, it was one thing, because, like, like when Vicky and Don were going through their divorce, that was different, because we knew Don for, what was it, seven, eight seasons or something? Exactly. But with her, and then the other thing is, is I was, that I was thinking was, um, I was like, okay, I know she's the same, she's the same age as Brianna, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't, isn't she the same age as her? So I, I don't know when she and Vicky were talking, when they were getting coffee and Vicky was like, you know, giving her advice, like, oh, and you need health insurance and you need life insurance, <laughs> Dakota insurance. I was like, okay, she feels like she, it's just awkward. Like they, that wouldn't happen. 
Like, no, they're not going and getting a coffee and <laughs> – no, it's this just... would be like me talking to one of my old high school students who I still t- stay in touch with, you know, who are in their 20s and 30s now, but I'm older than them. It'd be like us sitting down and us talking about like our parents' generation. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not <laughs> our parents' generation. It's your parents' generation right. and then mine. They're very different. Gen- like when Vicky said that, like in our parents' oh day, God. and I'm like, what do you mean we, crazy lady? <laughs> like, there's no we yeah, here. Not- Exactly. Like, no, no, no. There's like a th- th- almost 40 year age differential there. Like, no, no, no. No. And then you could see on Gina's face that, I mean, she, I think she just really wants to be on the show and she's trying to make something happen that's not going to happen, which is us caring about the shit that she's going through. And I wonder if Vicky's like playing her game a little bit because she knows how the show works. But the other right. women are just like, whatever, dude. Like, I, I yeah. actually. As much as I can hate on the other women for being callous assholes a lot, which is their job also because they're real housewives, I, yeah. I kind of get it. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I you know. know. I know. And I'm actually kind of surprised that we haven't seen Shannon be more – not bully her, but you know, kind of like she was with Megan at the beginning. Yeah. I felt like we would see a lot more of that between her and Gina. I feel like that might be coming I mean, given the stories yeah. we've heard recently from other podcasters With the trip about and everything, yeah, and how Shannon like really is still not talking to Gina or to Emily. I think they're really just not on speaking terms. Period. Still, right now, after filming is over, so I think things are going to get really, really bad. And I, I guess I'm here for it. I mean, I don't know. I'm basically here for anything going on on OC because they need something to go on. Uh, the Q, yeah, the really Q, oh, The QVC stuff. I'm like, okay. You know, I actually was excited for Shannon a little bit because I'm I like, was too. I'm like, good for you. You know, even though she kind of like wore that bad blazer, I was like, what is that oh all God, about? When she grabbed the fat. <laughs> I know. I can actually, we could kind of relate to that moment. Yeah, I was but, like, good for you, Shannon. But I'm like, maybe don't do it all the time. She's always calling right. attention That's to it. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Like once in a while, but it's like, like Tamara said, like be a little more positive. Like, exactly. you know, it's just because she does have good stuff going on. And the other thing is like, okay, we can relate to her grabbing like the flap on her stomach, but I can't really relate to her, you know, in her 13 grand a month rental. And like, this is, <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's still issues, like, on another scale. But like Vicky said, it's, like, rich girl problems. <laughs> it totally is. It totally is. And she's like, I want to be very strict with my daughters and da-da-da-da. And I'm like, mm, we, I don't know. I can't, I can't relate to Shannon on any of those levels. My favorite kind of Shannon is watching her divide up all her crazy pills and, yes. like, pack and, and go to Dr. Oh, Moon and talk about, like, her feng shui and the crystals in the walls. Like, I like full <laughs> batshit crazy Shannon. Me too. That's what my did she fame. say last week with Dr. Moon? And he said something about her. The reason she broke her or twisted her ankle was, what did he say? It was something like. Something completely asinine. Like, oh, well, that's the reason you twisted your ankle. Yeah, it's always something out of left field. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah. And then Vicky, hope- Vicky has a lot of anger in her liver or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, that actually kind of made sense. But- and Vicky's like, <laughs> it's groaning on the table. <laughs> oh, my God. It reminded me of Vicky getting the colonic. I was like. <laughs> That could be one of the <laughs> lowest points of any, any franchise ever. That, and the, didn't Portia and Phaedra or somebody get like dual colonics one time? It was even I more hideous. Like, 
I feel like multiple people have gotten colonics. Or maybe I'm thinking of, no, you know who I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of what's her name from Cindy. Remember Cindy from New York with her bejazzle line or something? Yes. Oh, yes, I do remember that. Yeah. Bejazzle. Yes. That was a moment in in Housewives history. (laughs) Did you see on the preview for Real Housewives of New Jersey, you know, the vaginal tightening the rejuvenation oh my God. Why is still going on have to do that i don't know it's like the colonics of 2017 18 <laughs> exactly you're not a housewife until you've gone exactly rejuvenation. right until you've gotten it tightened yes. and it's actually though margaret's mom marge senior who's on the table no. this time and i'm like oh God. you know what guys no you can't That's, we need to stop this a line. we need to stop it yeah. now like i'm about ready to pick it about this yeah. shit <laughs> I can't deal. I love Margaret's mom, but I do not want to see her getting her vaginal rejuvenation. Nobody wants to see that. Who, who in the world, what producer would be like, yeah, you know, sounds good. Let's do it. Like, aren't they stepping in and saying no one wants to see this shit? I guess not because it was in I the mean, that makes promo. me a little bit worried for New Jersey if they're like, if that's what they're coming I know. <laughs> I still hold on to New Jersey. I mean... I hold on to it like I'm holding on to my jeans from the early 2000s, my low rises that I think are going to come back. I really still hold – I don't know what compels me. I cannot give it up, even though it is just such a mess. It's heartbreaking. You know, every season I watch it, I'm like, God damn, this show sucks. But I still watch it. I'm like still hopeful. I I don't know why. It has a special place in my heart. I know. I know. know. Me too. Me too. I'm kind of glad – I know you were saying that there was gossip that Melissa and Teresa mm-hmm. aren't getting along. And I'm a tiny bit glad because I feel like it's... Me too. It, it's more interesting. Like when they're getting along, I just feel like it's so fake and you're not really getting along. Like no. you're still mad about the sprinkle cookies. Like get over it. Exactly. You you're, know those chicks still hate each other for life. Of course. And this whole thing with Joe getting deported, you know, probably, oh maybe, kind of, sort of, yes, he will. Like it, it, mm-hmm. I mean, that is going to be a huge issue. And I think this is going to open up the Teresa Melissa thing to really talk about reality. Because you know how they, they've skirted around this shit for way too long. They uh-huh. really need to talk about the fact that her husband is going to be booted out of the country. Yeah, she really hasn't addressed it at all. And I I don't know if you said this or someone else, but I totally believe that even going back to before he went away or to camp or whatever the hell they're saying now, <laughs> um, right. I totally believe that she's, you know, setting up all her or whoever is helping her, that lawyer guy who is setting up everything so that I think she knew. I think the lawyer was like, listen, it's it, it's gonna happen and she's setting everything up so that when he does get deported that she has you know kind of like all her ducks in a row and i totally think she's gonna file to, for divorce oh Why absolutely absolutely i think that's been set up the whole time and i hope we for see some sure. reality come out there's also two new women on the show and it looks like they get into it with ter- like between Teresa and melissa which is obviously helpful to the feud that will never stop so i mean that's all good Wait, news so is for Dolores me gone dolores is there she's featured okay. very lightly in the promo and oh, danielle staub i know i think she's still a housewife but she's like hardly okay. even featured because her sidekick siggy has gone into her death spiral <laughs> and is gone poof and so we have the two new chicks and they look like they really get into it but also Danielle Staub was supposed to be featured heavily. And I read an article recently that says they in post-production, they really scaled back on all of her scenes 
because of her divorce and a restraining order was filed against (gasps) her. Like she is such a mess. That's right. She's such a hot mess. Mm -hmm. And what happened to the, okay. When did she get married? It wasn't that long ago. It was in the summer, wasn't it? I think they were married. They were married for a shorter time period than Luann and Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Tom. They were married for Luann. The Countess and Tom had a longer lasting marriage. Than these two, than Danielle and her whatever, that weird husband she had. And then he filed a restraining order against her. I don't know if they got into a physical fight. I don't know what happened. But so Teresa, Margaret, and I don't know, someone else were the bridesmaids in Danielle's oh, wedding. I saw that in the pictures. In the so pictures. Weird. I know. Anyway, whatever. But yeah. So as you can tell, we're going to watch it, right? We're still going to watch this. Oh, of I am course. In. I'm in. I'm always in. So, and I'm still going to watch OC no matter what I will watch. Yes, but I am I very- will always. You yeah. will too. You'll just stay in no matter what. Yeah, because you know what? Here's the thing. Okay, I've watched OC since day one. Me too. Just like you. And I feel like, okay, I'm in it this far. Like, I can't give up now. No, it's like you've <laughs> spent so many poker chips at the table. You yep. can't walk away from the table or you'll you'll feel like you just lost all your money. Like, I'll feel like I've, yeah. years of my life have not been worthwhile if I stop <laughs> I mean, it's like, so okay, bad. we've been through, I, yeah, and I was, you know, they were playing repeats the other day of like really old, old, I don't know, like season three or four, like when Gretchen first came on and Tamara and Simon were still together. I'm like, okay, I did not go through Tamara and Simon's entire shitty marriage and her divorce. And remember when she was living in that town home with Ryan, <laughs> all of Ryan's different like quasi rapist haircuts. Like, yes. no, I, yes. I, I'm in it. So me too. It, you know what? I was just talking to Alyssa from the Jenny McCarthy show, BFF Fridays, and she was her. saying, I do too. She's She does 90 Day with me this week. So she was saying how she has gone back and started watching all of the old seasons from um, episode one, season one on, and it's bringing her so much joy, and it's like reinvigorating <laughs> her love of Housewives. And I'm like, I think I need to do this, because I've watched some throwback episodes and done some throwback recaps on the Patreon mm-hmm. and stuff, but I'm like, I think I really need to, it's like recommitting myself to the religion of housewives. I need to like yeah. be born again last... <laughs> to the housewives I, cult. No, I did it last summer. You um, did? When I, was, when I was planning my wedding, I was always up to like 2 a.m. just working on random stuff. And so I went back with New York though. I started with season one with New York again. So and, good. And I've been with New York since the first episode too, but like I just forgot about some weird stuff. And it actually, I know you're diehard Bethany, and I go back and forth with her, but it going back to episode one with her, I felt like more compassion for her. Yeah. I just, I felt, yeah. I don't know, it just made me like really feel for her. And then there was this season, I was like, oh my God. But <laughs> I, I mean, although, okay, for, for a while I was on Team Carol, and now I have to say I'm on Team Bethany because Carol's, what is she doing? Oh my God, She's Carol! Like, what's imploding? She, she. Some article came out today where it's like Carol is only speaking to one housewife. I'm like, of course she is. I'm like, oh Carol is speaking to herself, and she's going on every single <laughs> and tabloid and her cats, baby, 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 and baby. <laughs> she's freaking going on every like lowbrow interview she can, talking about like lingerie and sex <laughs> and like weird stuff, and I'm like. Are you doing a Jill Zarin? Like, this is not She's a good look. totally doing a Jill Zarin. And whatever credibility she thought she had with her, you know, I worked for ABC News and all that, you're kind of discrediting yourself now because you look like a lunatic. I know. 
I think we should all learn the lessons from Jill Zarin's departure from the show. And Carol is leaving in the same way. Right. Because if you fight with Bethany, right or wrong, even if you have some Mm -hmm. really valid points like these women do, if you incriminate yourself or the audience turns on you or you start to act like a raging asshole, especially at reunions, which Jill and Carol have both done, the Mm -hmm. aftermath is not great for you. And so why well, doesn't Carol look at that? started with Andy, too. Who who has ever told... What did she say? She was like, I don't know. Are you afraid right. of her, too? And I mean, Just really, like do you think did. that's... Yeah. yeah. It's like, don't like, fight with Andy. Don't fight with Andy. No. Yeah, don't get on his bad side. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like Luann's out there fighting cops off and doing all this other shit. She comes out <laughs> smelling like roses because guess who she's not fighting with? Bethany or Andy. <laughs> Exactly. She she actually has them on her like really, really good side. They're like her cheerleaders, you know. She's out there acting like a lunatic and she still looks decent as a housewife because you're like, oh, she makes mistakes. But as soon as you start fighting with Bethany or Andy, your housewife's game is over. She is. I know. And she redeemed herself from season one. No, I'm the countess. Or no, Mrs. De La Seps. Mrs. De La Seps. I know. Dorinda is imploding. I don't want to see it. I'm very upset that my Dorinda Dorinda is doing this to herself. That she is totally believing her own hype. And I'm so sad that she's doing this. Me too. I don't like it. I don't it's like it at so all. Sad. I want to see her decorate with all of her Santas and the Berkshires. I want to see her <laughs> like hang up her Christmas lights and be like super gaudy and cheesy and like cook the casseroles and make uh-huh. it nice. And I, I like when she has her catchphrases, but she doesn't know she's having them. Now she's like she knows right. she's it. Too she's too aware. I hate that about her. And yeah. her drinking needs to not stop, it, maybe, but she needs to just get it under there. control for. Her image, because her image is yeah. really not looking good. Yeah, it was almost better her first season when John looked like the asshole, right? And then she, you know, she wasn't. She came out much better, but I feel like now, I mean, and that's not the entire reason. But now that John really isn't like featured that much, it's like now I like John better than her. Holy <laughs> shit! You know what? You just like gave me this light bulb moment. Is that why she looks so bad this season? Because she said at the beginning of the season before it aired, I made a conscious decision to get John off of the program as much as possible so that people wouldn't be hating on him so much. And so that was her request. But then like her crazy shined. Exactly. And now I feel, I feel bad for John. Like what, I mean, never ever did I think that the first season I, you know, he was almost like a PK to me, but Right now, I'm like, oh, poor John. He has to deal with it. No, exactly. It's like Dorinda needs to bring him back on so he can be just a hot, mm-hmm. sweaty mess. Exactly. Let him look like the hot mess, like the shit show that he is. And then she, right. you know, comes out not so batshit crazy. Right. Because then we can I mean, all she... be like, oh my God, she's dealing with this John exactly. guy. Like poor Dorinda. Exactly. Yes. I mean, Sonia looks Brilliant. like more sane than her right now, kind That's of. really embarrassing. It is. <laughs> like, if you are if you look crazier than the girl who washes her song in the bidet. <laughs> and Sonia is, like, pulling the sex toys out of her dishwasher. Oh, She's my looking God. like the same. She's painting over the bird shit on her chairs. <laughs> I love Sonia with every fiber that. of my being. I do. Oh, I really yes, do. Sonia's- amazing i looked at the list like the stalker that i am i looked at the listing for her town (laughs) that's what it was up 
And the photo, did you see the photos on the real estate listing? It was like, I feel like they used like every filter, everything to make it look like, like nice. And it, it honestly, I mean, it, I was looking through it through a different lens, obviously, but had I been just listening or sorry, looking at it from, you know, just like the, you know, Joe Schmo's point of view, I would have been like, oh, this actually looks pretty nice. Yeah, no shit. Unless you had watched, you know, 10 seasons of Real Housewives or however many she was on, nine. For yeah. Real. I mean, with she, her brown eyes. Oh my God. I feel like in that house, if you would fall asleep, you'd wake up with a full sinus infection. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like that would be the place where like the vents haven't been cleaned mm-hmm. ever. And yeah, she needs like some hardcore air filters in there. <laughs> It'd be some... like asbestos-ish <laughs> yes. stuff going on. Molds, whatever they do for mold everywhere. Right. And I feel like there's like things living in places for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you'd wake up and you'd have like a weird rash from the sheets <laughs> or something. <laughs> bed bugs. And so you would be, be like, like a squirrel. Next well, that's to you. why I sleep in full hazmat suits. Like she'd have an, she'd have a total workaround for it. For sure, for sure. Right. I would love to do if we could. Oh my god, if we could all like somehow get a GoFundMe together, do a pink shade meetup, and like just do a slumber party at Oh my god, House of Morgan. That would be oh my amazing. God. No, you know what you would need to sleep at Sonia's house? You would need like Paul's. Paul's like. <laughs> I'm going to go in my cooling vest and my mosquito gear (laughs) and like full on like Darth Vader, (sighs) like breathing through one of those things. That would be amazing. We got to figure that out. Seriously. I wonder if the renters, if they ever watched one season and knew the things that were just stowed away in the corners and oh my God. And remember her basement when she screwed down to her basement with all of the interns yeah. Like, oh yeah, oh I remember that. I, so I am. I've been fixated and obsessed on those bottles of Wesson oil in her basement because she had like <laughs> four hundred and seventy-five bottles of Wesson oil. What are oil. those for? What I do don't you... know. I think just like any hoarder, when they're like, "It's my, it's my precious. It's my, it's, <laughs> it's my, it's my memories." Yes. I feel she's like like I bought these in nineteen eighty-seven. That's exactly right. But, or she's like, you know. uh, John Jr. gifted these to me when he, you know, had me in on a sweepstakes contest. Like, I could just picture some crazy-ass story behind those bottles of Wesson oil, and she was like, I don't touch these. she probably stole them from John Jr.'s house. Yes. I mean, she is so – I love her so much. I love her so much. So, okay, we're going to quickly get back to OC in the the next few minutes. I love that we just took a little tour around Housewives Girls, though. This is really what I like. so bland. It's like – this is, this is how bad fucking OC is. You talk I about know. it for three and a half minutes, and then you're like, let's talk about some other shit that's not even on TV right now. Because <laughs> let's talk about New York circa 2004. I'm in like a post-Rony depression. I have to tell you, I really am. Oh my God, me too. When it ended, and then they that, what was it, Passport to Housewives thing they had after the third episode of the so reunion? So stupid. I even watched that. Me too. Me too. I was going to recap it. And then I was like, wait, this is the same thing we already saw. And I was sitting there with my computer, with my computer open, hopeful, like a kid, like, okay, I'm ready to see some new scenes. Like, let me. And then I was like, what? I like almost cried. I'm like, this is the same thing. It wasn't even lost footage. It was just like this. No, my my editor was like, I think there's going to be some new scenes if you want to write it up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there like, just like, this is pop-up video. 
Like, what is yes. this? VH1 pop-up video. It was like, yes, every Shania Twain video they did. Right. With the- <laughs> they'd show Ramona in the wheelchair and Sonia walking behind her, and they'd be like, Ramona's cast cost $300 at the local clinic. And you're like, oh I don't care. God. Or like, Sonia packed her dirty underwear in her suitcase without folding it. <laughs> Luann shit on the bed, and it took three hours for the housekeeper. I'm like, we kind of, like, don't even care. We're, we want new footage. Yeah. 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 But anyway, but, yeah, this is no, how interesting OC is, that – we must talk about other things. Yeah, nothing's nothing's really happened so far. I'm looking forward to the vacation. It's are we halfway through already? I think OC? we believe it or not, I think we are halfway through. Oh I mean, God. it feels like it just started because nothing super important has happened yet. Do you I mean, think Emily thing is, Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, go oh, ahead. Oh no, I was going to say um the only thing that kind of like really happened was Kelly, you know, calling Sean a little bitch or whatever and I I I don't know. Do you think there's going to be more with more with Sean? With or... Shane? Sorry. Yeah, oh whatever. God, Who, ca- Shane, Who cares? Sean, Nobody whatever. can remember. I know. He's he's not horrible enough that he's like the new PK, but I feel like he's like quasi Jim Molino, but not even really that bad because at least he has a job. Yeah. And I think his mom is like the thirstiest mom of housewives sure. ever. Oh my God. Speaking of that, this is so funny. So last night I'm watching OC. And I make my husband watch it with me because I, whatever. I just, that's part, that was Good part of you. our marriage vows. Good for you. Uh, we said it under the hoofah. <laughs> You're watching. <laughs> do not renew your vows, whatever you do. <laughs> Ever. Oh God, no. One wedding was enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, we're watching OC last night and my husband's Persian. And he kind of pays attention, kind of doesn't. And he's more invested in New York than OC, but Anyway, so she comes on. Good man. He knows, he knows his stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She comes on and, you know, she and Emily are like talking on that little chaise lounge, whatever. And my husband looks up and he goes, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the response. That's the only response you have. And he goes, she's not even like a good version of a Persian mom. <laughs> He was just so annoyed by her. And he was like, what is she doing? And some of the, um, I mean, like compared to, this isn't Housewives, but like compared to like MJ's mom on Shaws of Sunset, you know, like she doesn't have, like, I feel like she's trying to be MJ's mom. Like she's going to get like a little sidekick role. Exactly. But no. Exactly. Or she's like Mama Elsa from Miami, like (laughs) pre-fallen face. Pre five facelifts. Pre my um, face fell apart and it can't get back up. Yes. Yeah. No, she had. She's just no. I know. I know. Her. And I think Sean that's. And I think that's what like Shane. Emily. Pro- <laughs> Shane. Whatever. Let's just call him Sean. Seriously, <laughs> he de- he deserves to be called like just a little bit of an off of his actual name because that's how stupid he is. Because he actually kind of kind of resembles. Sean of 90 Day Fiance. I don't know why. They just kind of Oh my gosh. Remind of me Sean of each and other. Abby. Don't don't they kind of yes, like have similar they they're both do. kind of like weaselly and I know and they I I still don't understand the marriage. I mean, I would love to learn more about what this arrangement is because this whole getting married was, over Google Chat, him seeming Oh my god. Not all that, that was interested in her. Said. He goes he goes, where's her husband? In the first episodes when she first came out, I'm like, no, that's her husband. He goes, no, that's her gay friend. I'm oh like, my God. no, that's her husband. Well, th- he, that, he like, but that's the hilarious thing about Kelly Dodd too, because she would have never assumed in a million years that that little exactly. dork, as she called him, was Emily's husband. 
like even though she and she met met him she met him and she's still like who are you who's this dork but i can totally see myself doing that because it's like it doesn't register it doesn't make sense i know i know know? no okay something else that doesn't make sense tell me if you're on the same page is steve and vicky oh my god these two I'm it's, it's so annoyed no. with Vicky right now, especially last night when she was like, I missed Don. I'm like, hey, of course you missed Don because he was amazing and you were an asshole to him. Right. How does Steve feel hearing all of these things now that the season well, is airing? Yeah. I mean, Steve, pro- I mean, I don't know. I doubt Steve watches it. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Okay. Last season, I liked Steve. I was like, oh, this is so good for her. I'm so happy for her. But now, I don't know. I mean, obviously, he's nowhere near Brooks. But I kind of a little bit maybe I'm getting a Brooks vibe. Just that like, okay, now we're finding out that he lives with his mommy. <laughs> right. Exactly. And he's on Cameo trying to sell himself as a celebrity. Oh my God, I heard you say that. No. That How is funny so is that? Sad. Like, I, would you really love it, Jessica, if I bought a Cameo <laughs> for you to say like, happy fucking birthday? Would you not be like, bitch, you couldn't have bought like a, a real person? Like, who would do that? I mean, you couldn't even step it up for, like, I mean, I would take... Couldn't even step it up for, like, Peter from Atlanta? Over him, yeah. (laughs) I would maybe even take Slade. Oh, my my God. You know what? I actually would, too, even though I hate his narrow ass. I would, too, because he's at least, you know, a name that you recognize for good or for bad. At least it's, like, funny. I mean... Seriously. Steve Lodge. It's Steve Lodge. I don't know. I feel like, okay, I get that. I mean, obviously he had to have been a police officer. Otherwise they would have come out and said, no, he was never a police officer. But I I feel like there's like a bit of something shady going on there. Like something's going to come out. Not to the extent of Brooks. I agree. Like cancer gate. But something weird is going to come out. Yeah. I I don't know. Something doesn't add up with him. I was pleased to see her screaming in his ear the whole way the 13 oh miles God. on that by on that motorcycle ride too because i just like you know what i want i want to see them torture each other i'm kind of there for you know i'm i'm good with that like i don't want to see her be like my oh man my is so hot i gotta come here because he's so hot anyone's gonna snag him up i like to see her scream at him i want to see them get in a couple fights i don't know Keep um, it and real, she Vicky. needs to she needs to stop with the when are we gonna get married this looks like her engagement picture I want to get married, Steve. Like, okay, obviously he's not on the same level that you are. No, he's like, thanks for letting me move my bag in. Like, that's what he's all about. Yeah, and what I agree with what Kelly said. Like, what? Why does everyone Vicky dates have to move into her house? And why can't she get a guy that has like his own condo or his own car? I mean, I guess Steve has his own motorcycle, but oh, good for Steve. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's got his own veneers too. (laughs) He's He's got his own veneers. Maybe he even has his own credit card. Aw, Steve. (laughs) Poor Steve. Oh my God. Well, Jessica, it's gotta be hard getting. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's gotta be hard, you know, getting along with Vicky all the time, but. Still. She's she's mommy. She has to move these boys in and take care of them and then, you know, force them to marry her. And when they don't, mm-hmm. she gets mad at them and call you know, they move out. I mean, it's just yeah. I want to see, yeah, some kind of 
real vibes going on here where it's not just him kind of awkwardly smiling at her while she acts like an obnoxious freak. I want him to actually speak words, you know, like, yeah, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. He's, he's not giving me enough realness right now. Or maybe that really is just him. He's just happy to live there. He's happy to have his, you know, the mortgage paid and he's happy to not be living with his real mommy. (laughs) And maybe that's their dynamic because I mean, Vicky is a very, you know, strong overbearing overbearing yes right yeah so maybe that is their dynamic you know maybe she needs a guy that's more you know i don't know yeah can be ruled around a little maybe you can have vicky as a guest (laughs) on your uh mom podcast and you can talk to her about mothering her boyfriends (laughs) (laughs) how to raise them how to make sure to take care of their teeth how to like make sure they're dressed in their little gray animals matching outfits Oh my god! Oh my god! That's so funny. I mean, I would much rather have like Brianna and be like, Brianna, how do you deal with your? How do you manage to raise like normal kids when you were raised by Vicky? And you're still raising (laughs) your own mother. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Brianna, let's get real. For life. Three kids. Oh my god! Totally for life. For life. Poor Brianna. When she was like, "Why did she have to move to Oklahoma?" I'm like, "Um, really? You wonder why? Right? Because you don't know how to get there." Or you refuse to go there is why. That's why. She's like, I will face tornadoes rather than face, like, the actual tornado in my life. Vicki Gunvalson, my mother. Exactly. She's like, I'll hide out in the basement. Whatever. (laughs) Jesus. Okay, so tell people again where they can find you, where they can find your social media for the podcast. Yes. So uh, everywhere we are at No Judgment Pod. Um, Facebook, we're at No Judgment Podcast. Um, I also have a blog called LA Baby, and that's at LA Baby Blog, and that's um, a blog. We have any placement services, all of that. And um, yeah, on October 16th, we'll be on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all of those, everywhere you are too. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for you to come on and yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. I will talk to you next week about mom stuff, and we will continue watching all of these shows, as terrible as they may be. We're in it for the long haul. We're in it for the long haul. I'm in. I'm in for life. All right. Thanks, Jessica. (laughs) Thanks, Sarah. Thanks to Jessica for coming on today and talking a little bit of Housewives. I am sticking with these shows no matter what. I'm sticking with OC. Yes, I'm going to be watching New Jersey when it comes back. Atlanta has just come out with a trailer. Looks pretty good. Half the cast is new. I'll definitely be checking it out. I wish we could see Kenya Moore's baby in marriage, but alas, she has left the show. I think that's going to be a huge void in the show, actually. As crazy as she can be, I think she belongs on that cast. Anyway, we've got a lot of exciting things coming up in the next couple of weeks. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend, and I want to give a special shout-out to Tammy Stefani, our premium Patreon sponsor, and I want to remind you guys to follow me at Erin Leah Martin on Twitter and Instagram. Join the Pink Shade with Erin Martin Facebook group. Join the Patreon page for bonus episodes. I'll be giving you some scoop from Jessica. Remember, she's got some inside intel on Mauricio and all of the financial troubles going on right now. It's kind of crazy. It's a much different story than I expected. So head over to patreon.com slash pinkshade if you want some extra bonus episodes, inside dirt, personal stories, throwback recaps, everything is over there. And lastly, please, if you have access to iTunes, leave a five-star rating and review. I so appreciate all of you who have taken a minute out of your day to do that for me. It is so appreciated. Truly, truly, truly. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I will see you in reality. 